Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from October the 7th of 1989. I'm sitting here with Doc and not Hard Body Harper. Harper is uh, either late or not going to be here. We haven't heard from him today, so we really don't know. We sent him a text, but it's been about 20 minutes and nothing. So you've got Doc and I. Hopefully the superstar joins us and entertains us with some circle, circle, dot, dot, uh, stories and whatnot, but on that note, Doc, how are you? Well, he's either day drunk or work. I tell you something, man. I got to throw a, a public service announcement out. Breaking to up. People. Oh no! Oh no! You said you, there? you said you said I'm here. You said he's either day drunk, and then you went silent for a few seconds. Oh, he's either day drunk or he's um he's working, and there's no middle ground on that. You yeah, agree? I repeat. He's been working his tail off, man. It's ridiculous. Well, I got a public service announcement for the people. Let's hear it. Well, I'm going to tell you guys straight up. So I was, I was, uh, once again, able to kick a walker out from under an old lady and get in line and get my second and final vaccine shot this week. How's that? How many of you had yet, Mike? You're wrong for that. Um, skipping the line dude that's that's not right and i mean that i I just i just found a whole gaggle of women in line and told them tom Selleck was over there and they all went running and i just stepped up and got a shot dude that's dirty man well you know mm -mm, no how how many shots have you had shots of uh what hennessy hennessy of vaccine I have not had any type of vaccination for You would the think with COVID. all your pre-existing conditions, you could get on a list somewhere. Well, I don't have pre-existing conditions, but okay. Well, I do, and they're special, um, and they're they're pre-existing. And so I got my second shot. Let me tell you, if you, if you at all possible, when you start, this is no reason to not get your shots. Get your shots. But you need to have a day afterwards to recover, cause that shit went over me like Brody and Hanson. Somebody, I like, I stood between them and said, "I got some ideas for what I can do on offense tonight for a day." And then I woke up today feeling perfectly fine. I think you're just a little whiny baby. Everybody <laughs> I've talked to says that day is a next day is a, is a, is a a little a little rough. Okay. So, uh, but hey, I'm vaccinated and it was not lost on me out there 
that I got a vaccine and felt worse than Harper did while he was sucking down eggnog daiquiris and just lost his smell and actually had the damn disease. <laughs> this charmed life son of a bitch playing Call of Duty on his Xbox and eat, drinking and having a pandemic in his head. <laughs> I'm bedridden with a vaccine. This is some bullshit. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice to be the superstar. That's right. <laughs> okay. So, real quick, before we go any further in this show, a special shout-out to our largest page contributors, Monthly Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, Jeremy Priest. Thank you for your support. And then a couple of Patreon shout-outs. One of them I forgot last week from longtime Patreon member Ben Martin. He went annual. Uh, he's been a long time month by month Patreon member. So, Ben, thank you very much. He went annual and he saved 10%. So don't forget, you know, you can sign up monthly or you can go annual and you can save 10%. Um, just uh, And that's for new oral, whether you're an existing patron or whether you're going to become a new patron. Uh, you can you can go annual. So this is not just for new patrons. It's for existing as well. Um, and then Leroy Bryce, new Patreon member as well. Thanks for signing up. And again, in order to become a patron and get access to all those Clash of the Champions, the World Class shows, ECW shows, the live streams, the pre-shows like the one Doc and I just did, go to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt and you can sign up there. It's very affordable and it greatly helps the show, especially when I need to uh, pay for computer repairs, which you don't know because I haven't told you. I had to get this thing repaired again late last week, Doc. You need to lay off the pornography, son. <laughs> I really think I run way too many programs during our recordings. I got the video recorder going. I got two recorders, two audio recorders to make sure that the audio was recorded because we've had had malfunctions in the past where the audio recording was lost. So if to make sure we that ever never do happened. another show where it, it doesn't get picked up, that's the last show. Well, that in to be fair, that was way back when we first started Smoky Mountain. So it's been about four years since that happened, but it did happen on two of the very early Smoky Mountain shows that we had to re-record. But you know that if that happened today, we'd be standing there and Harper would yell out, fuck. And then we'd all go, that's it, huh? This is how I'd, it ends. I'd re-record it. I'd just get Silva on the horn or Lance and they'd do it with me. But I know you and Harper would be like, I ain't doing this shit, bro. You're on your own for this one, pal. <laughs> why? Why? You've cozied up to those two jerk-offs. Like, they're the superstars here. Come on. Those are my people. Oh. Yeah. Your new friends. Yeah. Okay. Good. They're, they're, they're good kids. Good kids, man. I enjoy yeah, uh, talking yeah, to them. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, become a patron. Tinyurl.com slash BTT. It really does help the show. Great way to support the show. And we thank you. No, for as I've been reading on Twitter... And I don't know this because I don't I don't have any comparison points, but it does seem like we have the most value to offer in the wrestling patron world. I we're the hottest so. we're the hottest show going. We're independent. We as are fuck. that ought to be our tagline. We're independent as fuck. I mean, look, there's a million Patreons out there. There really is. We know this. There's only but one. There's only one. That cares about you and shows you. Who's that? 
I didn't say we cared about these people. Oh, I just said I do. we offer them value. Okay. Anyway, on that note, again, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Look, there's a Halloween Havoc coming up. That's there's right. There's tons of clashes that we've done. There are tons. and that, uh, There's pay-per-views we've done. All of that's only on the Patreon feed. So we'd appreciate it if you would uh, sign up. Okay. Doc, you got a, one thing you wanted to mention before we jump into the NWA portion of the show. We've got some super, super wrestling adjacent um, sad news. I think by the time this comes out, everybody will have heard the news that uh, we lost Screech this this past week. That That's, you know, 44, man. How do you feel about that? Well, seeing that you and I are both beyond that age, it's, 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 I mean, I don't want to call it a wake up call because I try to take my health serious, but in exercising, you know, five days a week, but at the same time, it's, you know, this screech, like you and I had a discussion earlier today. He, I, I think the anybody our age or around it within five years to seven years of our age, watch Saved by the Bell. And we kind of like, I don't want to say grew up with Screech, but, you know, he was a part of many episodes can, that we watched. You can grow up with Screech. I grew up with Kelly Kapowski. Well, that too. I grew up with Lisa Turtle, uh, a.k.a. Locke Voris, who uh, I I hate to see what's happened to her today mentally, and she's she's had a lot of lot of troubles, let's just say that. But, you know, you back know to Screech. You know what that for her? I'm not, I'm not going there with you. Screech. A date with Harper. Okay. With Screech, 44 years old, cancer. He died just a couple of weeks after. I'm sure he had he had to have known about it, or I don't know, but he died just like three weeks after it was announced. Man, that's terrible, man. 44 is too damn young, especially given that it's younger than me and you. Yeah, but on the on the on the cup half being half full, you can say that we both outlived Screech. No, I'm not going there. You can be that jackass and act like that. Hey, seriously, you told, I want to see if you're going to tell the truth. Cause you told me earlier. Did you watch Saved yeah. by the Bell? Oh, I've seen every episode like 10 times at least. Me too. I, we at watched, least. I watched it. I watched it when I was a kid. I watched it in high school. I watched it when we, we used to smoke bowls and listen, watch it in college. I watched the college years. I saw the movie. What else do you want? I, I've Say by the bell, man. I mean, it was uh, it was I watched a show. the summer episode with Stacy Carosi at the Melbu Beach Club. I watched the weird season without Kelly where they had the twins, the chick that was the twin that was the tough motorcycle girl. Yep, remember that. Do you, do I you remember? My, I taught my I taught my son how to do the screech fighting with his one hand over and his other hand through the loop. What? I don't remember that. When take your left hand and put it on your forehead like you're getting the iron claw, and then take your right hand and slide it through your arm and swing that fist. That's how Screech used to try to fight. Oh, okay. You know what? What's funny about that show is it it it, it came out in '89 and ran through '93, and in my mind, I thought it was on before that. I'm not yeah, talking about the college years yep. and. 
you know, the the new class. I'm talking about the original, 89 and 93. Which is crazy. I just, I, it, you know, I, I didn't realize it. According to Wikipedia, there was 86 episodes of it. But, you know, a, a funny story about it. So I remember when, uh, you know, I, I, I've told people I've, I've watched The King of Queens. I kind of liked that show when it was on back in the day. And I remember seeing um, Leah Remini the first time on that. I was like, holy crap, it's Stacey Carosi. And I remember my wife going, who? I was like, she was on Saved by the Bell. My wife, no, she wasn't. I said, yes, she was. It was the summer where they were. Yeah, oh, she was. Right, Doc? She was all the way live, bro. Back then? Yes. Yes, sir. I I hope she was old enough back then. But if she was, she well, I was underage too, so that would have been okay. (laughs) Anyway, we had the RIP screech because, man, I think a lot of us kind of grew up and watched that show as uh, teenagers. I read a thing on Twitter or Reddit. I don't remember which this week that said that Screech was at Jim Cornette's mom's funeral. No way. Are you kidding? You're making that up. Uh, how how could I make that up? Okay. Uh, that's a new one to me. I, don't, I can't verify it. It's allegedly... Okay, so if you've heard that too, don't DM me, but post it in the Facebook group if you are in Facebook, on Facebook. You can post it My there on the BTT Facebook Saints. group. Or, um, or you can um, you can tag me. I may or may not see it on Twitter. Who knows? But yeah, I, I've not heard that one. That's a new one to me, Doc. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you ready to do the uh, video version? I mean, you ready to do uh, this week's episode Saturday night since uh, Harper is not texting us back? Jesus Christ! You gotta wonder. I mean, this is gonna be this is gonna be famous last words if he's dead right now. But I'm not gonna worry about him like last time because the last time I was worried he was out day drinking. So I refuse to get taken in twice. Bruh, I got day drunk. I fell asleep. I even watched the show. That's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's real. (laughs) Bro, my bad. Calls me at nine thirty. I fell asleep, bruh. What? Yeah, I, I was off today. I, I got day drunk, and then I got home, and I, was, I and I watched the show, and I even watched it. And I was like, "Oh, I got an hour before we start. I'm gonna take a nap." He falls asleep and wakes up at nine thirty. All right, okay. So let me get the video version going. All right, again, this is October 7th of 1989, NWA Saturday Night on TBS. If you didn't hear the intro to this show, Harper's not here. We don't know if he's day drunk, dead. I shouldn't joke like that. We don't know if he's day drunk or still working. He has not texted us back yet. And Doc and I have families and wives that hate when we spend too much time recording. So we got to get this show on the road. The I show... saw something the other day that, that your, your better half posted the Bernie meme saying this is what she feels like when she's waiting for you to get done recording these stupid podcasts. Bro, they, they really hate. They really hate when we do things that we like. They oh, they, they, uh, they can't handle it, bro. No, no. And you can, here's the thing. You never put any credits in that bank. Like, you could go do some of the dumb shit that you don't want to do and take it on the chin and be a good sport about it 10 times in a row. But the one minute you go to do your thing, there's a wrap. Yep. So we're talking Saturday night on TBS. Uh, 
the show opens with Gary Hart and Doc. This this blue background is is irritates the piss out of me. Terrible. Did do you want me to play the audio from it? Yeah, because I thought it was good. It's yeah, just here, presented terribly. Yeah, I hate the blue. They got a green screen, so he's up against this blue background, and it's the worst. But here it is. Not the the background's the worst. Not Gary Hart. Here it is. They're hanging me in a cage suspended above the ring. What do you think that is going to help the Sting in his bid for the world TV title? Do you really think? Have you believed Sting to the point that Gary Hart is the world TV champion? I'm not the world's TV champion. I'm the manager. You can hang me in a cage. You can blindfold me. You can put plugs in my ears. You can handcuff me. You can tie my feet. You can throw peanuts and bananas. You can heckle. You can do whatever you want. But the one thing you cannot do, board of directors, you cannot get in the ring and help the sting become the champion. All you can do is make stipulations and rules. You cannot fight for the sting. Only the sting can fight for himself. The same way you cannot save Ricky Flair from the wrath of Terry Funk. Can you understand? You can take Flair and you can take Sting, but you can't make them win. Only the individual fights for himself. Remember that. All right. So you said you liked it. Go ahead. Let's hear it. I thought he was effective. Man, I thought that was good because he was painting the picture. You can hang me up there. You can tie me. You can throw shit at me. But at the end of the day, and I like the way he says the sting because it's just he can't even bother to get his name right. That is that Buddy Landell coming out? No, um, Tommy <laughs> um, just really good, good promo. Just still. Meat and potatoes, no no lies detected, taking it serious. Somebody's going to get their ass whooped kind of stuff. He says you can draw up all the stipulations you want, but at the end of the day, you can't help Sting or Flair. That's effective. Yeah. It's like, he's like, yeah, you, you can try to – he's being a heel. You can try to stack the deck against us, but at the end of the day, you're still not going to help them, which he's lying. It does help – I mean, the stipulation is in place because he's the heel, but, you know. Oh, look who it is trying to join the call. Oh, no. Let's see. Answering this call will place your current call on hold. Call merge. Don't want to do that. Yeah, so I'm not going to do that at the moment. It won't let me merge them. Hang on. Let me me tell you. Christ. (laughs) Okay. He's hijacking the show. He's trying to do a run-in and hijack yeah. the show. Uh, I agree with you, Doc. I thought thought Gary was very effective right there. Very effective. Still so feels old school when he's out there. Oh, hell yeah, it does. I just don't. That stupid blue background is just the worst, though. God, Terrible. Just, yeah, and they do it again, which is the worst. Hey, Hopper. Hey. What are you doing? Nothing. Uh, well, we've been rolling for about 20 minutes, so I just well, let you know. Well, good for you, Mike. <laughs> we, uh, uh, Doc, what are I you? Missed, what I missed, that was so fucking spectacular. 
uh, Gary Hart, but would you? It's not what you missed. We're just relieved you're not either dead or day drunk. All right. Yeah, because we, we haven't. Well, we haven't verified the second one. Well, well watching the Rumble. Did y'all watch it? No. Well, good view. He's lying. We watched it. Ugh, you fucking marks. <laughs> Ugh. God. It wasn't bad, dude. It was fucking horrible. Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> yes, it was. So you well, did you did you so, did on. you have an I so did you did you, did you did you drink an IPA while you watched it, you snobby bastard? I was sitting at the bar and a friend of mine said, Hey man, the the rumble's on. I was like, I don't give a fuck. And he pulls out his phone, and we start watching it, and it was the woman's rumble. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so you didn't, watch the, you didn't watch the men's rumble? And then I watched I was like, okay, you know, choreograph, choreograph, choreograph. And it's like, okay, this is shit. And then uh, uh, Morrison and the Miz did some thing. I'm like... What the fuck is this shit? We did forget to bury Bad Bunny on the uh, pre-show, Mike. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't understand why no one just acts like adults. Edge did. Anymore. I, I, I just don't... Like, you know how y'all call like the 80s shit cartoon wrestling? Yeah. It's, that looked like a... You know, fucking Mid South. I can't. It, it, this is like Sesame Street wrestling. <laughs> I just, it's, it's. Oh God. So you didn't like Edge at all? You didn't I, find that? I didn't watch that shit. The ones I saw, the fucking the the Morrison and Misty. I'm like, get this shit away from me. <laughs> the fuck. What a purist. Yeah. Whatever, bro. God. Well, well, count point counterpoint. You didn't Mike even have to be. Thought, a, you didn't even have to be a patron to to get Hopper's side. Uh, you had to be a patron to get ours, but Hopper uh, just gave me some edge to win, right? E- edge. That goes to show you how weak their talent fucking roster is. That they got to bring fucking Edge back to 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 fucking win it. I mean, come on. It, but that's like if, like, back in the day where we, they used to bring back, oh, it's it's Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and, like, and he actually wins. <laughs> He's won a rumble in his life, you know. Yeah, in fucking 88. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a one-time winner. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> you can keep that shit. Well, if you want Doc and I's opinion of the Rumble, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. We, we literally just cut a 15-minute pre-show while, while we were waiting on Hopper. Um, Well, we're sorry you're upset, Hopper, but we're glad you're not deceased because, you know, Screech passed away this week. We had we just RIP'd him. I saw that, dude. He's only 44 fucking years old. Get your Man. prostate checked. Well, he had lung cancer, but they said that his his uh, mom, like his, it was in his family. So he's related to one of the Beastie Boys. Oh, what? Yeah. That's which one? 
Um, the white one. Yeah, the white one. <laughs> Y'all are stupid. MCA. There you go. I think. Their last names are both Diamond, and they're like cousins or some shit. I thought that was like a, uh, you know, a stage name. What's the last name Diamond, bro? Well, sometimes you're born into it, you know? I guess. Not everybody can have last names like Mills and Harper. Right. (laughs) Oh. Well, I earned the doc, and Turner's not my real name, so there you go. That's nice. Okay, Uh, back to wrestling. Wrestling, not sports entertainment. Uh, now that we got Harper's opinion of the Rumble, which he just took a big, hairy, meaty crap on. Um, again, if you want Doc and I's opinion, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. It's on the pre-show. We go now to Lex Luger. Uh, Doc, did you have anything else from Gary Hart before we proceed to Luger's promo? No, but I want to see that match between Muda and Sting now. Let's go to Luger with JR. Here it is. Past several weeks, the United States Heavyweight Champion has appeared here on World Championship Wrestling to issue a challenge to any athlete, any pro wrestler. And uh, last week, Flying Brian accepted that challenge. You know, Jim Ross, for the past seven days, all I've heard is Ryan Pillman, Brian Pillman, Ryan Pillman. And you know, of all the wrestlers out there in NWA, we have to have a young man such as Brian Pillman actually accept the challenge from the total package, Lex Luger. Excuse me for a moment, Jim. I, I hate to interrupt this personal testimonial greatness, Mr. Luger, but I challenge you. I accepted your challenge here last week, and I have not had a response yet. And I would like to know, will I get a chance to wrestle you? Very bona fide question. Brian, Brian, Brian. You know, I've watched your progress here in the NWA for the past few months. And you are a great young wrestler. And your level of conditioning, with the exception of myself, of course, might possibly be the best in the NWA. And if it was any other opponent, Brian, in the NWA, I would say you had a very strong chance of probably garnering a victory. But you are looking at the pinnacle, the premier wrestler in our sport today. Brian Pillman, do you really think that you are ready to wrestle the total package, Lex Luger. Well, Lex, there's only one way to find out, isn't there? That's right up there, the way I got it figured. Well, you know, fighting champion that I am, Brian, I respect your intestinal fortitude. I've laid open contracts. You can have one of them. I will wrestle you for the U.S. title. All right. Jim, I don't want to get ahead of myself or anything, but I know Lex has signed for a match later in this program here. Is there a possibility I could fight him tonight, right here live on TBS? Hey, as far as I'm concerned, these fans, you better believe it. What do you say? How about tonight, right here on the Superstation? They want it. The fans want it. You can hear them. They're standing up. They want to see it tonight. The fighting champion, here's your opportunity. Please listen the challenge. Just be ready, young man. 
to learn the lesson of your life from the total package lecture. So we got a deal. Fans, I'll tell you something. You hear the people, they want the match. Will we have this match here today? Yes, we will have the match later on. All right, fans, that match will take place right here on World Championship Wrestling. And now, let's go up to Rhubarb Jones. I love how he reluctantly accepts it. And you can tell the wheels are turning that he accepted. But, you know, we'll see later what ends up happening. Doc, what did you think about this? His little face at the end was good. Um, I like that Pillman has the, the sack to challenge him. The only thing I don't like about this, and it's something that I don't like that we see today, and I don't like it then, is these matches are supposed to be sanctioned by the NWA, and these two jabronis just made their own match. I don't like that. Well, Luger's a champion. He can. No, he can't. He has to fight. No, he can't. He has to wrestle the top 10 and have contracts signed. Oh, look at you paying attention to details. Right. But you like the Royal Rumble. Right. (laughs) I like that haircut, too. (laughs) That guy's got a cape on his head. All right, Hopper, what did you think about Luger? I want to see this match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could tell you. As a kid watching this, this shit would have made me sit up. Yes, it would have. So this is around the time too, and I don't know if they it's got happened. a hard. They got a hard party and crew. They got Flair. They got Rich. They got Pillman. You know the Steiners could go. Man, I bet they were hell on wheels on the road in the in the Holiday Inn bars. Cornette has said this is around a time when they started uh, putting together like um, long main event TV matches for the episodes because they were they were trying to draw the ratings. So I don't know if this was a part of that when, when they were putting this together, even though we're going to see what happens later on with Luger and Pillman. But I tell you, if you're watching it and you see this at the beginning of the show, you're like, oh, all right, Luger and Pillman, Luger's a champ. Well, I got to stay tuned and see what goes on here. So I, I liked it. Anything else, Hopper? I can't wait to see this. I so mean, that's, this your, that's your way of saying you didn't watch this episode. I didn't watch this shit. I'm sorry if, if I'm a working man. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I I love the fact that you didn't watch it. I love no, it. I didn't watch it. But I watched the Rumble, which, which was like hate watching. <laughs> All right, we'll uh. keep moving. <laughs> that won't even get you on that rant. God, we'll, we'll keep moving. That shit Next. with fucking Roman Reigns and fucking what's his name? Are uh, you just Kevin upset because Paulie was too fat to get down there? That's unlock, nice. And unlock <laughs> the handcuffs. He's got a thyroid problem. Yeah. I texted Doc and I said, that fat bastard can't get down low enough to unlock the cuffs. <laughs> I was wondering, what are they going to do here? And Doc popped. He was like, pop. and pop a lock. Bruh, for a shoot, he couldn't get over <laughs> I was like, Jesus, Paul, dude, get on a cycle of uh of uh what's that what's that weight control shit <laughs> they used to sell back in the day? Dexatrim. Thomas pills. He needs to get on some Dexatrim. They used to show that <laughs> on the wrestling in the eighties, that commercial. Dude, he needs to get on a cycle of that, man. 
Holy crap. Anyway, let's keep moving because Tommy Rich is uh, participating in a snooze fest right now. He's going to defeat Joe Cruz. I got nothing. This is boring. Tommy Rich is a waste of my television time. I mean, every match is is the same. It's going to work the body part, work the body part, work the body part. You know. You know, the sad reality is this buffoon is going to be in the NWA for a long time. He's got to get in with the York Foundation at some point. That's oh. true. Oh, just the thought of it. But yeah, anyway. Well, here's where I say fuck JR because he was talking about the Falcons upsetting the upsetting the Cowboys. Now, mind you, this is a season where the Cowboys went one in fifteen. One in fifteen. So he doesn't know yeah. what the hell he's talking about. That's the year that the only we it was Aikman's rookie year, but he got hurt, and the only win we got was in Washington, and Steve Walsh was the quarterback. Steve yeah. Walsh, he played for the Saints afterwards. That's right. We had to get yeah. rid of him. The Cowboys fleeced the Saints for him. <laughs> God, the Saints gave up way too much for that dude. Holy crap! Ugh, you know you suck when your college f- head coach. Because Johnson was Walsh's college head coach, trade you. You know what he thinks about you at that point. Anyway, we'll keep going. Shane Douglas and Johnny Ace with Jim Cornette out there as their advisor defeat Gene Ligon and Tommy Angel. The dynamic dudes come out to wipe out, as we've talked about before. And again, Corny is out there with them. Man, the did you dudes. see that kid? That, you see that kid that came out? Man, even that kid they grabbed knows that the dudes suck. You talking about right here? Yeah. He said, hi, mom. Well, he don't want no The problem is you got grown-ass men fucking looking and acting like this. That's the problem. Of course. Look at that kid. Like, what do you want me to Stop touching me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, really? <laughs> hands, like, Can I go hands. back to my seat? Shit. I mean, Douglas has got his shirt tied so that his stomach is out. What? What are we doing here? What is this? Son of a bitch. I, I, yeah, I just don't. Yeah. We're just, they're trying to get over with. Board. Maybe they're trying to get over with Jim Barnett and get a run with the strap. That's nice. Tommy Rich told him how to, how to get the title in the back. Hey. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. Hey, John Ace. Tie, tie come that here. shirt up real tight. Tie that shirt up real tight. Let me tell you, Douglas. He likes I'm a young man like you. He likes a young man like you. I mean, I let him bruise my tonsils, brother. Oh, Jimmy. It's my finisher, but I'll let you use it. Give the old man the Thez press. That's nice. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. That's a good one, Doc. Thanks. All right. Any other thoughts on this nonsense? Jim Cornette managing these buffoons is just stupid. Advising, whatever. I got to think Corny lost a bet here. I think I said that last week. Now JR is saying that the Eagles are great. He needs to stop this shit. (laughs) I told you what Corny said. They're in a feud with the Midnight because Hurd hated both teams in... And he was like, the only way Heard would leave them alone is if they did this. 
And uh, well, if you're wondering, the tape is all messed up on this point. If you're watching the video version, that's why it's all scrambled and whatnot. He, Harper thought he dropped some acid. Yeah. Oh, oh. my God. Speaking of that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dude, fucking yesterday, I pulled over in the Ninth Ward at a gas station to find something in my car. And it was a little baggie of, like, pills and shit in a parking lot. And these two, like, crackheads started fighting over it. It was fucking awesome. Did somebody do a chicken wing or a... No. <laughs> did you? I was just like, you, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Hopper, uh, for, our, for our international audience and our non-New Orleanian people that are listening to this, would you tell the people what the Ninth Ward is? It's in New Orleans. It's okay. I don't know what you want to. I mean, it's uh, the Saint Bernard line. Okay, how would it? How how long would I survive if I showed up there right now? Just um, nowadays you would probably live a lot longer than okay. Than you would have like pre-Katrina because it's real uh, gentrified. Yeah, it's real. You know, but if I'd have showed up in like 1998 and been like, "Hey, fellas, uh, what's uh, the haps?" No, you would not last long. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. They'd have beat your ass in front of Wagner's meats. Uh, I saw little... this bag and I'm like, bro, that's a little baggy of shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just see, you know, I just fucking step up, you know. And I'm leaving and these two like crackheads just start fighting over this shit, bro. I'm like, look at this shit. Great. Great. I will say that was more entertaining than um, than the dynamic dudes match. Any other thoughts on the dudes? No, no. It's just dog shit. They're too old to be to look and act like this, especially Johnny Ace. Yeah, he's like the Uh, cool dad. He's like not very entertaining. He's terrible. We go then to the Midnight Express. He is 27 years old there, acting like a child. Right. Well, we go to the Midnight Express. You know, Corny's their manager. They're going to defeat Cruel Connection 1 and Agent Steel. It's a very quick match. The Midnight win. The Midnight music never never gets old. Doc, any thoughts on this? Doc. Are you on mute? You cut out on you cut out on me, but at some point JR says in this match, later we'll hear from woman. Uh in case you know, if you've been overseas, here's what happened. And nobody watching this show was traveling internationally in nineteen eighty nine. You gotta get it. He's he's putting over the product. Stop. Houston, Texas, you might have gone to Mississippi. In 1989, but Houston, Texas might as well have been on Mars for your poor ass. Oh, for me, for sure. Yeah, you were rooted in projects. No, I didn't grow up in the projects, but when I was 15, I had been out of state maybe twice, three times. Really, yeah. Well, not all nobody. Here's the thing, Harper not everybody grew up like you did. You're such opulence. Harper, hold on. It's for for him to say he went he had been out of state maybe twice. You got to realize the state line where he lives in Texas 
is a couple of hours away. It's not like just going to Biloxi or Gulfport, which is literally 50 minutes from New Orleans. So, like... And then where's he going to go to fucking Arkansas? Why is he going to go there? Yeah. I mean, there was nothing in Oklahoma back then. And well, what was he going to do? Drive to Shreveport? Dude, Shreveport, that damn near three-hour haul from here. So, yeah. Uh, come on. Did you ever go to That's Houston? what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. you kids? Yeah, me? Doc. Doc. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had family. Okay. With that, with that uh, Hanna-Barbera amusement park and all that kind of stuff doing doing the urban cowboy swing you know yeah going to gillies and riding bulls riding bull okay all right doc any other thoughts on the midnight here no they they should be ashamed of themselves for letting jim hurd get control of their careers (laughs) bro they're we're only like oh this is good we're only about a year away from no midnight. Just so you know. Well, I thought it was Stan's, about, Stan's about ready to ask the, the hard-hitting questions, pal. Yes. Let's go to this promo. This is really good, in my opinion, especially Stan at the end. It's been a banner day thus far for James E. Cornette. The team he advises, the dynamic dudes with a victory. The team he manages, the Midnight Express, with a victory as well. Well, you know, the dudes, they're still young and they're still a little herky-jerky. They're going 100 miles an hour. But on October 28th, Halloween Havoc, the big pay-per-view event, both my teams involved in important matches. The dynamic dude's going to be going up against the Freebirds for the World Tag Team title and the Midnight Express teaming up with our friend Dr. Death to go against the Samoans. And, brother, I hear there's going to... Would you mind telling me why the dudes have our title shot against the Birds? That's a pretty good question. Stan, we've been been over this. See, Stan Stan and Bobby are both, they're geared up. They want to go against the Freebirds for the World Tag Team title. And like I've explained before, the problem is the Freebirds said they gave the Midnight Express a couple of title matches on TV already. They know how geared up these guys are. They're afraid to defend against them. They couldn't stop the contract being signed for the Dynamic Dudes because the dudes are up and coming and they hadn't had a chance at, at a title so far. But they blocked every effort that I could I could make to get title matches for the Midnight Express, especially in this instance on the big one. Stan, believe me, I did everything I could because I want to say first and foremost, the Midnight Express is my number one priority, always has been and always will be. I manage the Midnight Express. I advise the Dynamic Dudes. What I'm saying to the Freebirds is you better watch out. Because the dudes are young, and they're quick, and they'll surprise you. And those Samoans are as good as ours. And then we're going to be back in title contention, the Midnight Express. All right, fans, there you hear it. We just want to make sure who you're managing and who you're just advising. Well, Oof. I'd like to talk more about that, but we're, we got to go to a commercial break. And we'll be back with Norman, the lunatic, in one moment. Yeah. Well, let's not, let's ignore this whole Norman thing that's going to be playing in the background. Uh, Doc, you said Stan's asking the hard-hitting questions, and I agree. That's a great question. Why are these clowns and dynamic dudes going against the Freebirds for the titles? That's a that's a shot, and that's keeping it real. Corny needs Doc? to get hit. Corny needs to get his shit straight. Stan Lane's trying to put him back in check. I mean, he's he's shooting, bro. That's that's a great question. Yes. It is. And then I want to know who you're managing and who you're advising. Another great yeah. question. That's a good point, too. Stan's, uh, Stan's calling like it is, and he needs to know where's the loyalty at right now. You're advising I, these guys into a title shot 
our title shot. Why the hell? I mean, mm. this is almost like the Tim Horner moment in Smokey. Maybe not that bad. You know, when, when, when Rick Rubin was like, why is Tim Horner on my TV singing country music? Well, I want to know why in the hell are the dudes getting a title shot against the Freebirds? I want to know what that stuffed animal is going to smell like once that kid gets it back. All right. So let's keep going. Any other thoughts, though, Hopper, on the Midnight promo? No, but I mean, it's a good question. Yeah. Who's your priority? Storytelling. I like it. Not like the Rumble, right, Hopper? Right. No. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Let's go now. The next. Imagine paying for that. Jesus. (laughs) Norman the Lunatic with Teddy Long is going to defeat Greg Evans. I've got nothing from... This is dumb. Doc, your thoughts? Well, the good news is during this match, Corny goes back to the stick and says, hey, the reason that there's this issue is that Stan and Johnny have a long, an issue from way back down in Florida. Yes. I like, I like that. And I'm glad you said that because... There, not only does Corny say that here, but there's going to be promo. I don't know if it's next week. I remember it's coming up, though. There's going to be some promos where it's addressed. Like, Stan brings it up, and Corny brings it up in the promos. And Johnny eventually, I think, confronts Stan about it. Look, this feud is dumb, but there's some gold moments from Stan. And I said that when we when they were entering this. So, it's a good point. Anything also- else? Nah, Norman should have been the reason that Eugene didn't happen. Mm, yeah. He would have done better just with a different gimmick. Just make him kind of like a one-man gang type of guy. Anything but this. And the sad yeah. part is, this goes, like, the whole Norman the Lunatic gimmick goes on and on and on. It ain't like Bugsy McGraw coming in and then he's gone. This is going to be week after week after week for months to come. Great. Yes. All right, Doc, uh, any other thoughts? No. Imagine what those crubs must have fucking smelled like. You tell us. Ugh. Bruh. A wrestling... (laughs) You ever... You you ever leave like a like styrofoam container of leftover Chinese food in your car for not overnight? <laughs> I bet Doc. it scrubs smell like that and, Doc. and sweat. Doc, my wrestling bag used to yeah, dude. My fucking I mean, knee pads. Yes, that's what I was gonna. It's the knee pads. <laughs> oh my god, those some bucks because they get sweaty, and they sit in that bag, and then sometimes the you come home and you forget to take them out the bag. I used to put mine on my apartment balcony and let the sun hit them to try to like you know fumigate them, but man. Oh wait! Yeah, my knee pads used to stink so fucking bad. Where I could throw them like in a corner of the room and still smell them. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have Febreze back then either, from what I recall. So you couldn't. Use you see that little kid on the screen right there flexing for the camera? Oh, dude, <laughs> he had, doing a Hogan uh, deal. <laughs> <a> Hogan <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, let's go to woman. Mm. 
See what she's got to say. Welcome back to World Championship Wrestling. Before we see Rick Steiner in action, and before we talk to the signers, let's hear these comments from woman. Welcome into my parlor. Mm. Come a little closer. I have some things to tell you. Ring a ding ding. In Philadelphia, in the city of Barlowly Love, on October 28, 1989, the Steiners will meet with doom. They could have been the next world tag team, the greatest tag team of all times, but I decided no, not the Steiners, because I found a weakness within them, within their hearts. You know that weakness. It can crumble any man. The Steiners are not the tag team that I need to conquer the wrestling world. They just don't know. Steiners, you beware. Doom is just around the corner. And Rick, by the way, I'll be there on the 28th ringside. I'd like to see you. I'd like to see you there just one more time. If it would be okay. Do you think you would like to see me? Be careful, Steiners. You never know what will happen on the 28th, October 1989. Ladies She's messing with Rick Steiner's emotions. You want to see me one more time? That's just, she's pure evil, and it was fantastic. Doc, your thoughts? It's dirty. You think it'd be oh. okay if I saw you one more time? Come oh. on. That was filthy in the best way possible. And you good God, all you hate what? I hit that. Oh, you. You don't say. Yeah. Once again, I hope Chris Benoit's burning in hell for uh, doing what he did because that woman right there is unreal. Oof. Mm-hmm. All right, Doc. Any other thoughts on woman? I just wish that rose was dipped in gold. That's all. Okay. That's a good little quick promo though from her. It was um better than last it, week. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This one was this one was good. All right, so after woman makes that announcement and starts playing Rick Steiner's emotions, she's referencing October twenty eighth, nineteen eighty nine, because that's when uh, Halloween Havoc's gonna be. Uh, after woman makes that announcement, uh, we then go to the next match. We got Rick Steiner, who's gonna be out there with Scott Steiner and Missy Hyatt. Uh, Rick Steiner is going to defeat Bill Ford. As Doc always says, interesting looking character, Bill Ford. Doc, any thoughts on this? Um, it's very quick. Yeah, no. Yeah, it, they they are super was, duper quick. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're angry. Look at that. I did want to I did want to point that out. Watch this. Uh, watch this clothesline uh, that he gives Ford. Nice. <laughs> yeah. He lay <laughs> he lays in that starting line well, man. God, he's good at that. All right. So no other thoughts, Doc. Let me uh-uh, it was tough. Fast forward to the promo. All right, so after the match, Rick and Scott are out there. Couldn't cut a quick promo. Here it is. 
And I sincerely mean this, nobody in the world feels ba more badly about what happened to you than I do and what happened to your brother. I'm very sorry. You know, Robert Greene, I never trust you from the start. All those people in Columbia, South Carolina were right when they said that you tripped me. I don't know who these three guys were with. They scratched my cheek, but cracked my ribs. But I tell you one thing, revenge. We gotta wait a week, two weeks, or to the 28th. We will get our revenge, a sign of a true champion, a true warrior, a true fighter. It's to take how much place we can take and still come back swinging, still come back fighting. Why you think that hurt? I didn't, I used to beat him up like that when we were kids. That ain't nothing. They think they got us, they ain't got nothing. You got to you can, you should have killed us. You should have killed us. Cause we're gonna come out and kill somebody. Why don't we look at that? That Robbie Green was a no good. It will be Doom and the Steiner Brothers in Philadelphia. We're looking about three weeks away. That's right. And you're going to look a lot worse than this. Even you, Robin Green. Fans, we'll be right back at the station identification. Uh, he got a bigger pop for almost saying bitch than he did if you'd have said it. Yeah. Uh, the, you heard the crowd. I mean, the crowd reacted to it. Um, yeah. Doc, Man, I love think? that line. I love that line. You should have. You should have killed us. Hmm. Yeah, because then you wouldn't have to worry about us. Does 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 a Missy ever say anything? Or, or... she didn't. She didn't need to. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think she ever talks about it. Matter of fact, there's. I think Missy. Missy's not going to be with them much longer. That was good. I thought that was intense, and I mean, it makes you want to look forward to uh, to them versus Doom. Doc, what else do you have from it? Nothing, man. I am ready to see that. And his eye hasn't healed. No. Yeah, I didn't say that. You made a good point. Like, his eye is still banged up, which I guess it should be. It's only a week later, but, you know, it still looks the exact same, so it kind of gives it away. It's like no healing at all after a week, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Put some ice uh, on it. Put some tussing on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go now to Lex Luger. If you remember earlier in the episode, he challenged, or I'm sorry, Pillman challenged him and Luger reluctantly accepted like the wheels were turning like he really didn't mean it well let's see what he's got to say now we're back here ladies and gentlemen on the superstation I for one I'm really looking forward to Lex Luger and Flying Brian right here in this ring in just a little while your comments leading into the match you know I said earlier I made a commitment to Brian Pillman to wrestle him here on national TV the U.S. heavyweight title I said I'd allow him to wrestle the total package. That is true. However, there's a U.S. champion. I have a lot of commitments to meet. Number one, Jim Ross, I have a very, very heavy social agenda to meet later on tonight. I do not want to tax myself. He sounds like Hopper. Number two, yeah. there's a young man there named Richard um, Sartain. Sartain. Who I made a commitment to as well to wrestle here on national TV. Another fine young wrestler. So there will be no match between myself 
and Brian Pillman. It'll be me and Richard Sartain. I will wrestle. I will not deny you the pleasure of seeing the Total Package Wrestling on TV. But there will be no match between me and Brian Pillman. And that's what you call Jim Ross, champion's prerogative. Well, somebody better get word to fly in Brian because I know he's getting geared up. He's getting his boots laced up and his tights on. He expects to wrestle Lex Luger later in the hour. We'll keep an eye on that situation, but now let's go up to Rhubarb Jones. I popped. He's got a very heavy social agenda tonight. And I was like, that's nice. He sounds just like Hopper. He says, but but he won't deny the, the crowd. This is so good. But I won't deny you the pleasure of watching me wrestle tonight. But I'm going to wrestle Richard Sartan and not Pillman. God, that's so good. Doc, your thoughts? Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I'm going to wrestle, but not who you want me to. And I'm going to do it in the smarmy way. I like it. Hopper, you uh, you like the fact that he's got a heavier social agenda uh, just like you? I mean, what you got to do? Uh, what do you do when you're not working and recording? I'm, I'm, I'm playing Xbox or banging bitches. <laughs> Come on. He's, Come on, man. He's plowing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be bitches in the singular now? Hey Hopper, yeah, you ever well, you, you, you ever playing your you, you ever playing your Xbox and and banging at the same time? You know, it seems like no, something you would do. No, I, I never. Fuck, that's a too much. Yeah, yeah. Where's the concentration? <laughs> Wait, dude, Fritz von Mulkey a while back, I saw him. He tweeted something about I don't know if he was playing Xbox or PlayStation, and he was playing Call of Duty. Is that guy still alive? Yeah, and he said some dude like he, I guess he was playing online, and he said that he said a dude starts fussing at him like online. <laughs> so Fritz said, "I just started shooting the bastard, and I kept shooting him over, <laughs> over again." And he called me every name under the sun. He's like, "These nerds take this too serious." I pop. That is tremendous. Yeah, I can't. I can't do the online shit. Or if I do, there's no headphones plugged in so i don't have to talk or listen to fucking anybody because i don't want some 12 year old kid saying suck my dick bitch fuck off he said he said the dude was talking shit to him so he just started shooting him over and over again he's like he called me every name in a book and i just kept on unloading (laughs) that's tremendous (laughs) all right Luger was tremendous right there as well. But speaking of something not being tremendous, though, we go to the next match. Ranger Ross versus the Cuban Assassin in a eight to nine minute thriller on Saturday night. They needed to fill up some TV time, so they threw this out there. Oh, my God. I forgot uh, about Ranger Ross. I thought he went to Desert Storm or something. No, he ain't gone yet. He's here for a little while. At the end of this thing, though, Ranger Ross is going to win, but at the end, the Cuban assassin does something we all want to do. He beats the hell out of Ranger Ross with a flagpole. Doc, did you have any thoughts about this? Hard pass. That's nice. (laughs) That bad? That man's a veteran. He was also a criminal, too. Well, wait, no, he's not. He's a minister, a veteran, and a bank robber. I like him already. That's a <laughs> hell of a combination, bro. That's a full life. That's dude, you've you've literally that's full circle, huh? Yep. Here I am sitting over here tired by seven thirty. <laughs> here he is beating him with the flagpole. 
<laughs> All right. So we then go from that to talk. I'm going to ask you while I'm waiting for it to get queued up. I don't have nothing from this Michael Hayes promo. Did you? I don't care he about was, the feud. He was wearing something crazy. I don't remember, but he's yeah. wearing something. Yeah, good God. Look at that. Yeah, I think the visual is better than the promo. Man. He looks brought like up a villain from a uh for fucking Miami Vice. Yeah. He uh he brought up Marvin Gaye and the Rolling Stones. But the problem with this is not him. The problem is nobody anywhere thinks that the dudes have a chance. No, they're not a credible. They're not a credible opponent. Not at all, in no. the least bit. The the dudes are a perfect example of even if you'd have put them over strong in every single match that they ever had on Saturday night. Yeah, it wouldn't no, matter. It wouldn't it just matter. Made, that would have just made people matter. Yep. I could see maybe if the if the U.S. title was still around. Maybe. Maybe. Right. Maybe. Maybe they should have just thrown the Western States belt out there and let Johnny and Shane fight over it. Yeah. Versus uh, Larry Zabisco and uh, Al Perez. Aubrey, you haven't... Al, per- Al Perez is in the damn WWF right now. Hubber, you haven't... You know on the on the clash of the champions that we do, Hopper, on the intro uh, uh-huh. of them? They still show the Western States Heritage title at the very start of them. Damn. <laughs> they just won't give up on shit in this promotion. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm with you, Doc. Michael, hey, nobody cares. We don't care about the match between them and the dudes. And, and when they have that match in Philadelphia, oh, dear God, it's hilarious here in the but crowd. It, that's a match you would just have on here. Dude, Maybe. it's on a pay-per-view, and that crowd turns on the dudes. It's, it's, it's... It's actually that's actually enjoyable. It's it's hilarious in a way. We keep moving. We go to a replay of Murdoch versus Spivey. Murdoch won by DQ, but was power bombed after the match by the skyscrapers. We then go to the next match. It is Sid Vicious and Dan Spivey with Teddy Long. They're gonna they're going to defeat uh, the skyscrapers. They're gonna defeat Tim Parker and Rick Ryder in like a minute time. Doc, any thoughts on uh, the skyscrapers? If there was, there's going to be some people out there that get this. You won't, Mike. If there was anybody cool working in the NWA, and I saw somebody on Twitter somewhere saying that I was right about White Snake with woman. I I can't remember who you were, but you're a fine, upstanding gentleman. The skyscrapers would have had an, you know, this is where ECW. Buddy would have given them Jane's Addiction Mountain Song for them to come out to. That would have been awesome in 1989. You broke up for like two seconds when you said ECW. What did you say? Repeat it. Well, ECW was able to come in and capitalize on being in touch with the music where promotions like this weren't. That's why I think Jane's Addiction would have been a great call for this group. Mountain Song, bruh. Book it. Hopper, do you get what he's talking about? I sure don't. Yeah, I mean, okay. Google it. I don't care enough God, to want to Google it. Look at this shit. It's like a Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the dude in the ring is taller than the dude on the ring apron. The dude with the the red tights. Yeah, he's he's ta- he's actually taller than the other guy that God. that's on the ring apron. At least I think so. Look at the guy in the ring apron. Watch when he watch when he gets in, Harper. <laughs> 
He's about to go for a ride. Dude, Sid picked him up like he weighed three pounds. Tuck your head, motherfucker. (laughs) Tuck your head, head, head. He threw him in the air and spun him like a top. Incredible. Uh, The skyscrapers win. Spivey's hits the power bomb right there and it's over okay um let's go to i'm gonna play this because i think it's so bad i want to play it Ugh. it is it is the dudes and jim Cornette. it's short here it is now look at this shit gentlemen the z-man coming up in just a few moments but right now let's hear from the the dynamic dudes your advisees you know these guys you haven't had a chance to talk to them yet i've been around them for a couple weeks now and they're a, they're a ball to be around brother i just want you to get a chance to talk to them johnny Hey, Jimbo, I'd just like to say I've been b- back only two weeks from my cheek injury, and I'd like to thank all the fans out there for the support, the cards and letters, and the nice welcome you've given me since we've been back. But the dudes are most excited, man, because on October 28th, Halloween Havoc's coming, and we're getting our shot at the Tag Team Champions for the World Strap, and people, we won't let you down. You know something, you know something, Jimbo, and Jimbo number two? I hope the Freebirds, first of all, I want to take this time to thank you for being our advisor. But please, Freebirds, on October 28th, please, please, please take us lightly because if you do, you're going to make the mistake. And on the 29th, we may be wearing the belt. And I just want to say, Johnny, I'm going to get the thing straightened out with Stan because I know it wasn't your fault what happened, okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's now go up to Rhubarb Jones. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Cornette had to be trying to keep a straight face right there, saying they're a ball to be around. Uh, Johnny Ace does not look like Mr. Personality. I, I'm guessing Shane no. Douglas maybe was, but not Johnny Ace. Uh, like Doc always says, Douglas's dude's act shows nothing of who he really could be considering when we see him as a franchise. I just, ugh. Doc, thoughts? Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Dude, Ace was like he's a white the trash t- Michelangelo. <laughs> he's the new Tim Horner. Johnny Ace? Yes. Oh, no. I think he's worse because Tim Horner was at, at least himself. <laughs> Tim, I think. But I, I'll never forgive Tim Horner for the minutes he took off my life with that damn song. I will Tim, love it because it was so fun to watch. Tim Horner was so bad, it was fun to watch. Yo, yeah, it was, man. Yep. But the thing but is, what, you know what they both share? But you know what they both share? Both of them went backstage and hit the RVD pose. Who you think hit the RVD, RVD pose more, Tim or Johnny Ace? Tim Horner. Oh, yeah, Tim Horner did. Yeah. See, but you know the thing about Tim Horner? I mean, I we, bet you we, he hit that Orndorff comment and went to the back and said, y'all follow that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, go to our YouTube channel and and it's and just search for uh, uh, Tim Horner, Mister Warndorf promo. It's 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 there. The audio from our discussion and then the promo is there. If you get on top and you get tired, what was it? I'll take over. Mm. <laughs> mm. Dude, <laughs> Hopper's comments. Do you remember what you said right after it finished playing, Hopper? No. My ears need a. A rape kit. That's so terrible. Okay. Yeah, I'm with Hopper. Horner was so bad, he was entertaining. Johnny Ace is just, why am I? It's just a bad gimmick. 
Yeah. And again, Tim could at least wrestle. I I ain't saying Johnny Ace is a mud show wrestler, but dude, he ain't even entertaining in the ring. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, uh, God bless you, Shane Douglas, for having to deal with the dynamic Ace. dudes. Give it. And he's almost thirty, acting <laughs> like this. Now, twenty-seven. Now you could still be, you know, a child, but not back then. Yeah, back then you were 27. That really meant you were damn near 40. I mean, you're married with fucking two kids. Yeah. Well, let's keep moving. The Z-Man is going to defeat Bob Cook. Doc, any notes from this one? Yeah. Um, my note on this is... Tom Zink is what happens when guys see Kerry Von Air. Oh, no. I do that. I lift weights. I think I know what you meant to say. You cut off again. Uh, you said Tom, Tom Zink is when guys see Kerry, Kerry Von Air can go, I think I can do that and lift weights. Um, he does kind of look like Kerry um, a he little does. bit. He has the hair and he's, you know, he's he, yeah. a similar physique. Yeah, he's not as big as Kerry was at Kerry's yeah. peak, obviously, but yeah. Um, look, I'm not downing on Zinc or Z-Man. They're building him up. I mean, he's not lost yet. It, the gimmick is definitely not terrible like we see with Johnny Ace or Norman. So at least at least they're treating him serious. Uh, I, let me put it like that. Yeah. All right. So any other thoughts before we keep going, Doc? All right, so in the next segment or match, we're going to go to Luger, who was set to take on uh, Richard Sartan. But Fly Flying Brian comes out and grabs a mic and says, if you're half the man you say you are, you'll fight me now. So they actually end up getting into a, a match of sorts, I guess you can call it. Um, but there's there's, you know, there's no ref out there. Pillman with no ref out there, he he dominates Luger when they start going at it. Luger ends up just being like, okay, I'm just going to get the hell out of this ring. I want no part of this. And Luger says, screw this. And my thought was, Doc, I'll throw it to you, but I wanted to mention this. I thought this is how you make a guy, and I'm sorry, there is a ref out there, but it's not an actual match. I thought this is how you make a guy seem like a big deal without killing your champ on free TV. Because, like, Luger gets a couple of shots in, but then Pillman's going to turn it around. And I don't know. I just, I kind of like how they did this because it wasn't an actual match. but And Luger doesn't lose, but Pillman still ends up looking strong. Doc, your yes. thoughts? My, my first note here was Pillman has arrived because of the way they did this. Yep. He's going to get his, like, Luger got his stuff in in the beginning, and then Pillman comes up, and he starts firing up, and he's into it, and Lex is going to be like, I don't want no part of this. Lex gets out the hell out of Dodge. Pillman is left standing. It's not really a match. And Pillman gets over, and Luger doesn't, Luger doesn't lose any, you know, he, Luger doesn't look weak. That was a hell of a missile drop. That kick. was yeah. a great drop kick. Mm -hmm. 
Holy crap. Um, Harper, do you agree kind of with how they did it? Yeah, I mean, as a kid watching this, even though it's not an official match, this would have been enough to satisfy me. Yeah. I have exact same feeling. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts? Well done, man. This was good. Yeah, it was. Again, this is... You got Pillman. He's been here for, for a few months. Luger's your champion. Nowadays, they freaking have Pillman, you know, pin Luger clean on TV, free TV. And you're like, oh, well, it doesn't really mean anything when he eventually does pin Luger. But no, he sends Luger real. And Luger actually even gets back into the ring and Pillman's going to send him running again, you know, with his tail between his legs. This is your champ, your U.S. champ. And Pillman doesn't pin him, but he looks strong. So really, really good stuff. Okay. Uh, Jim Ross and Cornette throw it to a replay of the feud with Funk and Flair. They go through Funk being suspended and solely saying that the fine has been paid. We don't really cover replays too much, so let me keep going. There is a promo from Funk up next that has to be played. Coming up in a second. Here it is. Give me a second. This is Gordon talking about the fine. Ric Flair is a 35-year-old adolescent that loves to spend his money foolishly because he paid $100,000 to lift the suspension from my head. And I said, let me add him Gary Hart. And Gary Hart said, stay back a little while, punk, and we'll get a little bit more. So Ric Flair agreed to wrestle me in an I Quit match in the Omni. I said, let me have him. And my manager, cohort, Gary Hart says, no, Terry Funk, wait a little bit longer. We'll get something else from Ric Flair. So Ric Flair put his world championship belt up in an I Quit match in the Omni tomorrow night. And what is an I Quit match? It goes until one man admits on the microphone before every fan in the army that the other one is better and superior. Now look back here. There is a man that is sick, that is hurt physically, that almost lost his arm. And look here. Here is a man that is sick mentally and obsessed with one thing, and that one thing is becoming the new NWA World Heavyweight Champion, and I will. Ladies and gentlemen. I thought it was funny. Funk said Flair is a 35 year old adolescent that spends his money foolishly. Not one lie detected right there at all. Come on. <laughs> That's what I popped on more than anything. Your thoughts? Hard to argue, I guess. Um, that backing screen looked terrible. It looked like something that you would have got out of Smoky Mountain. Yeah, the, that looked very bad. That reminded me of, of like one of those those videos you would watch in school. Uh, you know, I, I don't you got to watch Terry Funk videos in school, man. No, I'm like those those like science videos and shit that would make you watch. They looked really cheesy. They, they've, they've, they're, they're going overboard with the green screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody got a new yeah. toy. Somebody got I mean, a that's new, their toy. new toy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They got a new fucking toy, bro. 
I don't understand why, how come there's no logo behind them. <laughs> why is it just blue? Oh, yes. when it's G- Gordon, yeah, it makes no sense. Because at uh, least when WWF did it back then, you knew they had a logo, and you yes, or it was if, a a logo of the wrestler. Use cheesy gimmicks, at least get some mileage out of it. Fuck. Yeah, instead of the blue background for Funk, they have a picture of him in the hospital. Yeah, this is fucking bad. But it was a good promo. Yeah, I mean, why is there just a picture of him in a hospital? With his arm raised up, like he's got the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're a patron, and you get the video versions of these. You can see exactly what Harper's talking about. Tinyurl.com/slash Patreon BT Patreon BTT. Remember, this show doesn't have ads. We look for the support of the Patreon members to pay for the bills that this show has. So, Harper, man. I, I told Mike earlier that our new tagline ought to be independent as fuck. That's right. <laughs> um, but you make a good point. I don't know why, Harper, he's got the—I don't know why they have that as the background. Why he's is there not a logo? He's been 35, right? Flair yeah. right here? Yeah. I was flare right here, Doc. 41, 42, I think. Yeah. Maybe yeah. 40. Yeah, you we talked about it how we talked about how at one point I don't remember who it was, but they were cutting promos on each other and Flair had said something about how his age and you were like, dude, he's only a couple years younger than Funk. Flair's 40. <laughs> okay, so Flair's 40 right there. All right. Um yeah, I just thought it was funny when he called him a 35-year-old. It's a good promo, but I agree, Harper. The background is like, what the hell are we doing here? Yeah. Okay, so on that note, let's go to Ric Flair. He is going to cut a promo after Funk, and we're back at center stage. Here is Flair and JR. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the suspension, as we know, has been lifted on Terry Funk. And in the Omni, in Atlanta, for the World Heavyweight Championship on Sunday night, October the 8th, the stipulation, very simply, the first man to say, I quit will lose that match. You have never been in a match, I don't think, any more brutal than coming in the Omni. Well, that's the truth, but let me just say one thing. If I can give Terry Funk half the weapon that Brian Pilbin just gave Lex Luger, then Atlanta, Georgia will be on fire for 30 days. Now, Terry Funk, the suspension is lifted courtesy of the World Heavyweight Wrestling Champion. And tomorrow night, you laid it out. You said I would never accept the challenge. First time in the history of this sport. I quit. The word does not exist in my vocabulary. Tomorrow night, you want to bleed, sweat, and pay the price? Then, pal, the Omni will get it firsthand. But like I said, I've never seen this sport at the place that it is right now. Pillman, Sting, Flair, the Road Warriors, the Steiner. Look at it. This is what's happening. And if you happen to be on the other side of that fence that I've been on so many times, 
believe me, it's a real bummer when you got guys coming at you as hard as we're coming at Muda Punk. <laughs> think about it. Dick Slater, think about it. The skyscrapers tomorrow night, Atlanta, Georgia, we are bringing you, woo, courtesy of the National Rusty Alliance, the very best. And like I said, Terry Funk, I've been doing this a long time, buddy. The word quit doesn't exist in this body. Tomorrow night, pal, two of us enter that ring, one of us leaves, and I'm betting, woo, on Rick Flair in the Omni. Woo, thanks, Lord Jim. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be live tomorrow night in the Omni, the World Championship on the line with I Quit stipulations. We'll talk more about it and talk to the Road Warriors in one moment. I tried to look up the results for that show that would have been the next night, October 8th of 89. I couldn't find attendance figures from the Omni, uh, but I just, you know, Flair's trying to talk him into the building to come see that match, and you can't blame him there. I mean, it was actually a pretty good card from the results that I looked up, but, yeah, I don't I don't know what the result, like what the uh, attendance ended up being, so there's that. Doc, what would you think about the promo? It was good. Um, I did notice that Rick's left cuff link was not hooked. Um, also made me wonder, where's Sting and Muda been lately? They weren't on last week? I don't remember. No. Mm, I don't know. Here's the other thing. Rick said quit doesn't come out of his body, but he quit to Steamboat. Just six months ago. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're not supposed to remember things like that, Doc. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's six sounds, months ago. Yeah, it sounds like... Why am I bringing facts. up old shit? Yeah, it's old shit. Come on, man. Mm, look at these two. Yeah, Have what the hell? Ivory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like went on like... Went like um, on them... Uh, on... Uh, Geraldo and those stupid uh, talk shows back in the day that had like, like the Ku Klux Klan with the Black Panthers. <laughs> How come back then Al Sharpton was crazy and now he's like lost two hundred pounds and is on the news? <laughs> let's 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 listen to what they're talking about. We got Teddy Long and Paul Ellering. Here it is. Gentlemen, earlier today, the contracts were fully executed for October 28th, Halloween Havoc. The Road Warriors to meet the skyscrapers. Your undefeated team to meet the Road Warriors officially in uh, Philadelphia, Saturday night, October 28th. I've got one thing to say about meeting the Road Runners. Let's get the name straight, okay? Now, let me say something. I don't want to take any credit from the Road Warriors. All you people know that they're the meanest, toughest wrestlers in professional wrestling today. But I also have two of the meanest, toughest wrestlers in professional wrestling today, the skyscrapers. Sid Vicious, who stands 6'9", 320 pounds. Dangerous Dan Spivey, 6'9", 318 pounds. So we're not worried about the Road Warriors. So I've got one thing to say right now. Road Warriors, you may fall from a mountain, you may fall from above, but the biggest fall is when you fall in the city of brotherly love, October 28th, 
Philadelphia, PA. Just now, you get that contract out here, and I'll sign the dotted line right now, brother, because I don't want you taking up any more of my valuable time, baby. Well, I know that the contracts, though I was understood, they're already signed. He, he Apparently, he didn't even, even read them. That's right. What are your thoughts about this, Paul? <laughs> Jim, we've gotten where we are because we realize that hungry dogs are dangerous dogs. This man is a hungry man. His men are hungry men. That makes them dangerous. But I also realize another thing. I've been a gambler all my life, Teddy Long, and I know one thing, and that is that desperate money never wins. My money's on the Legion of Doom, and the winner will take all. One other thing I've got to say to you, Mr. Ellerin, is that the skyscrapers will come out on top and everybody in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, we gonna lay play and parlay, baby. That's it. We'll find out on the 28th. Let's go up to the ring. Parlay, baby. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I mean, I'm guessing Teddy didn't get the memo before they went out to cut the promo. I, I don't blame him. I just think it was miscommunication. Evidently, this, the, I guess he was supposed to say something about the contract being signed and 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 Ellering and Jr. are making fun of like yeah he don't know it's already been signed they, they, that's why I popped Doc what would you think I actually thought Ellering was good never been he on was. desperate money yeah yeah he was good he was good Long was good too man yeah that was decent man yeah dude Teddy Long looked like he was on his way to a Nation of Islam meeting like he was in uh, coming to America. <laughs> But he was late because he stopped off for a three-piece fish dinner at Long John Silver. <laughs> That's not funny. That ain't funny. Why you got to make racist jokes? Funny. Okay. I, who doesn't like Long John Silver's, man? If that shit was uh, fuck up, I'd eat it right now. Who don't like it? Me and Hopper. Yeah. You two drinking your IPAs and craft beers and shit. I'm the real man of the people here. Y'all got that right. around y'all? What? On John I Silver's? I sure. Captain I my, D's too. Uh, I remember my wife one time was talking about going there. I was like, you can kiss my tail. I ain't eating yeah, that crap. Yeah, for real, bro. There's like when, two around here, and I don't know how the fuck they stay open. Yeah. By, selling, by selling delicious, terrible for you food. Yeah. No thanks. Hard pass. Okay. Um... So after Teddy and Paul's promo, Animal has a singles match. He defeats Trent Knight rather quickly. Doc, anything from it? Not one single thing. All right. I thought where's Ellen Hawk was, at? He must be on a trip somewhere. Who knows? Well, no, he can't be because I don't know where Hawk's at right now on Saturday night because I hold in, up in a hold up in a South Atlanta crack house doing no, all the drugs. Come on, no, what's wrong with you? Um, they wrestled the next night on October the eighth in the Omni. Him and him and Animal. So I don't, I don't know. Okay, let's go to this last. This is the last promo of the show. Ellerine and Animal after Animal's match. Paul, I just want to make sure that those contracts are really signed for Halloween Havoc, are they not? You know, Jim Ross, it's easy to understand where Teddy Long is coming from when he has to look at this man and he has to look at Hawk, who right now is training like the madman he is. When you have to look at these two men and they're in the ring, I know why you can forget things, Teddy Long. And as you heard by his conversation, Teddy Long is a man who is long on talk and short on the truth. 
It is true that your men are six foot nine and weigh 300 pounds. It is true that they are hungry lions, desperate to make a name for themselves. But look what they're going against. They're going against the number one team in professional wrestling today. Mark Twain said it best. Everybody talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. Well, I've heard talk for a long time now about beating the Legion of Doom, and they're still here, right, Animal? You know, Jim Ross, a lot's going on in the NWA. It's good to see Brian Pillman show some guts and kick Lex Luger's butt all over the ring. And the Steiners, I don't know what happened to the Steiners, but they want revenge. And now, most of all, skyscrapers, you think you're gonna make yourself a name on the hands of the Legion of Doom? You are welcome in our four corners of Doom! Fans will see you tomorrow night on the NWA main event. I thought Ellerin was good there again. He's said he's heard talk for a long time about people beating row wars, and well, it never happens. Doctor mm-hmm. thoughts. You see what happens when you keep fast forwarding through his promos? Oh, he probably he probably had some of the greatest promos of all time, and Mike fast forwarded us through. What a dick! Right. What a dick. Yeah, that's it. Dick. Yeah. Okay. Doc, what other thoughts you got about that? Okay, he mustn't hear me. Doc, I can't. Daniels. You keep cutting out on me, so. I don't know what's going on, really. Your spectrum internet is uh, giving you trouble again. It's just terrible. I hear you. Um, Let's rate this puppy. Let me give. Let me make sure Harper's got no other thoughts. No, I mean, he did great again. I'm just wondering where the fuck's Hawk at. (laughs) Send that to send that to at cjh hudat or DM or. message hopper on facebook to give him that response to, uh, mike mills he, he's the uh, one asking the question so no, you no, send it to hopper now no, go to cj who dat at circle circle dot 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 com <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we do need to rate this thing and hand out the rolex before we do so i want to remind everyone Please use our Amazon Associates link. It is tinyurl.com slash Amazon. a great way to support this show without spending anything extra. If you're already shopping on Amazon, the show gets a little bit of kickback in return for all of the items that you purchase through Amazon. Again, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Use it. Give it to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life that you are attached to, and ask them to please use that link. Again, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. All right, Doc, um, why, don't you, uh, why don't you rate it first? How long was this episode? One, One hour, hour 22, 22 minutes. minutes. 14 seconds. F. I watched it. Uh, no, give me an A-. minus. I thought this was good. It had some good stuff. Give me an A as I mean A. What are you giving it, Hopper? Oh yeah, it, it gets an A. Even with the stupid blue screen, right? Yeah, which dude, there's no logo. <laughs> I just don't under. I just. Ugh. I mean, look at that. You got Gary Hart at the very beginning. You weren't with us yet, Hopper. Cutting a good promo, and he's in front of a bluish purple screen. No logo, no world, nothing. World class. Six years before this, would have got a logo up there. Yeah, anyone would have had a logo. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't offer. understand why no one like said, "Hey, you know, how come there's no logo behind us? It's just a blue screen." 
Because they were all at the Holiday Inn bar trying to pick up Stan and Pillman's. He just he just broke up again. Oh man. Oh what a day. What a night this has been. Okay. So uh reminder, Harper gave it you said an A Harper? Yeah. Alright. I gave it an A minus. I'm sorry, I gave it an A. Doc gave it an A minus. So I'm gonna give out the Rolex and if you're watching the video version. I went straight to the person that's getting the Rolex from me. And I debated because I wanted to give it to Pillman as well because of what he and Lex did. But woman is getting my Rolex because when you play with a man's emotions like that, that is as real as it gets. It doesn't get any more real than that. She got so real for her in a few years, she gets killed. Come on. What's wrong with you? That ain't funny. Do you have to be an asshole? What? God. Who are you giving your Rolex to, Doc? I'm giving it to Stan Lane for asking the questions we all want answered. Good. That's a good. That's a good point too. Stan deserved it again. Yeah. Stan deserved it. Woman deserved it. I thought Pillman deserved it. But who is Harper giving it to? Harper, who are you giving I'm it giving to? I'm giving it to Brian Pillman. There you go. Mm, that's that's a good choice. Yeah. So three different people. We gave three different people a Rolex. Each one of us chose someone else, and that goes to show you why this show was at least an A minus or above. And again. Harbor and I went with an A. Doc went with an A minus. So good stuff. Hey, very, very. I'm gonna drop off. Episode. I'm gonna drop off. Y'all bring it home. That yeah. sounds good, Doc. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. Uh, so Harper, do we have anything to plug? I mean, I know. Um, I saw Luke plug the 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 show that the Wildcat oh, yeah. guys have been recording, but I don't know if you want to plug that. Go ahead. I am. Oh. What the fuck's it called again? Heels. Is it, called, is it called Heels? Yeah. What do you know about it? All I know is it's a it's a wrestling like family and yeah yeah. I mean, he told me stuff about it and it's it's just, a, it's like a sitcom, right? Right. It's on star. It's it's going to be on stars. Going to be on stars called Heels. I think um, I saw CM Punk is going to be in it. But, yeah, uh, Punk's Luke in it. And a bunch of the Wildcat guys are also in it as well. So, um, I don't know when it's going to start. I just saw the announcement. It's going to be on the Stars Network, though. So They signed for two seasons. Oh, they did? Okay, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I was like, bro, how was it working with Punk? He's like, he says his head had been in a ring for seven years, but he was still crisp. Yeah, I could see that. I mean. Yeah. Um, I'd assume he's still in good shape, but, you know. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen him outside of uh, when he did that WWE talk show type deal on fox a, a while back but anyway um so yeah uh i don't did he say when it's premiering i don't know yeah me either but anyway wanted to mention that and i posted something on the facebook group i don't know a couple weeks back i made mention of um uh, you know luke gave a wildcat update hey we don't we don't know what's happening we still gotta wait and see what's the update it would be well. He was talking about you know what's been going on with Wildcat, and there basically was nothing to update. But what I wanted to point out was, if and when X-rated is announced in twenty twenty one, Christ, move on, you assholes! <laughs> Harper's saying that, but he's going to be the main one there. Uh, we look forward to it if and when. We'll see. You never yeah, know, man. You never we'll know. See. We're probably what know. three summers from now. Man, I get the. I, I'm starting to get like the feeling that okay, 2022. Let's. Well, I saw see. some 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 experts said that it's going to be 2020. 
2024 until like everything's back to normal. Yeah, but back to normal is is also a far cry from it'll go in stages. I mean, you gotta you gotta think a bunch of people will kind of be like reluctant at first to to, yeah. to go out and live life like normal. So, but I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, at what point it'll be allowed to like you Wildcat can't even have an event right now, which I understand because of the no. cases down there. So. You know, if the commission won't even allow an event, you couldn't even have one if you wanted one. That's my point. So anyway, right. long story short, we'll keep you updated. Hopefully, when it happens, we'll all get together and have some fun. Other than that, R.I.P. Screech, Dustin Diamond. That's too young to go, man. And yeah. you know what? Cancer can kiss all of our asses. I don't have anything else. Hopper, do you got anything? Nah. All right, well, hit the tagline. We'll get out of here. Book it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>